Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. My wife, 38 female, is convinced that she is pregnant even though every pregnancy test, store-bought and medical, comes back negative. It's taking a toll on our marriage because she thinks that I'm going to abandon her and our twins. So this is all over the place. I really need help. My wife and I, male 42, have been married for two years, together for 15. All this time, we had either not decided to have kids or had problems getting pregnant. After some medical testing, we found out that it was near impossible to get pregnant due to some medical issues with her. We were thinking of adopting when one day, she came home and told me that she was expecting. Of course, I was super happy. A week later, we had an appointment to the gyno and she had some blood drawn. The test came back negative and of course, I was devastated, but she wasn't. She claimed that she was pregnant and that the doctor was wrong. We took some more store-bought ones and they all came back negative. My wife is in complete denial. Now she claims that we're having twins. She's buying them clothes and decorations and is pressuring me to start with a nursery. I am at a loss and I don't know what to do. My inaction is making her believe that I want to leave them and that I'm going to doom my wife into the life of a single mom. What the hell is even happening? I love her, but I don't know what to do. Edit, forgot to add, I have tried talking her into therapy, but she accuses me of gaslighting her. And now in the comments, call the doctor who did the pregnancy tests and leave a message with the emergency number. They will be able to tell you who to contact. She has obviously had some sort of mental break. Just an FYI, at 19 weeks you would have had ultrasound pictures and gender determination, and she would have had several OBGYN visits. Is she doing practical things like taking prenatal vitamins and reading books, or is it all delusional and talk? Just wondering how far she's taking this scenario. And OP replies, I know. Also, she isn't showing at all. She is thin as always. Yes, she says that she can't lift heavy things, says she has pregnancy cravings, she buys clothes for the twins, she's even planning to take paid time off from work when the babies are here. This is really frightening. Like those stories of people taking babies from a pregnant woman. You need to get her help ASAP. Was she all of a sudden 19 weeks? Or has this been going on a while? What spurred her into thinking she was initially pregnant? Have you seen her have her period in this time so you can point out the obvious? And OP replies, she claimed she was pregnant about a week ago, but as of Friday, she says she's entered her 19th week. I really don't know what brought her to think that. She jumped to 19 weeks because she thinks the false negatives are due to the hook effect, which is a real thing where one of two things happens. One, the HCG, pregnancy hormone that is detected in pregnancy tests, levels rise rapidly during your first few weeks of pregnancy and then drop off and then slowly rise again until birth. Sometimes if you test in the drop-off phase, you get a false negative because the HCG levels are too low. 
Most tests expect you to test within the first months of pregnancy. Or two, the HCG levels are so high that they don't form the molecule structures that the tests are looking for. There is also a theory that having twins can cause false negatives due to this secondary effect. I guarantee you she is reading all of this stuff online and it's growing wild in her brain. I know this because this happens to me, on a less severe scale when I was 18. I woke up one morning feeling sick out of nowhere and my period was late, so I was convinced I was pregnant. I was on the pill, but I figured it had failed. And I panicked because I absolutely did not want that, especially with the person that I was with at the time. The tests I bought were negative, but I figured I was just testing too early. Then I got my period, but it was shorter than normal. More tests were still negative. Months went by, and I still felt nauseous in the mornings. I got acid reflux, bad bloating, and weird periods. Sometimes I had barely anything, other times it was spotting that lasted two months. I didn't tell anyone that I thought I was pregnant, but I just assumed that it was inevitable and that eventually we would find out for sure. I then went to the doctor about the spotting, and he just prescribed me higher estrogen pills. After a week on them, I felt several times worse. I had broken up with my boyfriend by then, so I just stopped taking them until I could go back on the others, and I very quickly felt much better. This was seven months into my pregnancy, quote-unquote. To this day, I think it was a combination of the hormone pills that didn't work with me and severe stress. I spent way too much time learning about this online, but I didn't make myself part of the messed up cryptic pregnancy community because I didn't want to be pregnant. 11 years later, looking back, I should have gotten psychological help to process everything and recognize what was real and what wasn't. She needs help, whether it is voluntary or not. This will not get better on its own. And back up to the post, OP offers a little update slash edit. Thank you guys, you really helped me out. Yesterday was a bad day and you helped me get clarity. I've had a chat with our doctor who will now be handling this with us. I would like to thank most of you with useful advice and hopefully I will be able to update good news someday. But an F you to those who said that I should divorce her because she is crazy and an extra F you to the guy that used this post to push his anti-abortion agenda. And now on to the update. So it's not been that long, but I need again advice from you guys about the same topic. I called up our primary doctor and told him about the problem. He seemed very concerned and wanted us to come see him the next morning. He said that it was important to be gentle, but not feed into her delusions. I sat her down and we talked. All she wanted to talk about is when I would get the nursery started and that we were on a time crunch and how she has found a perfect color for the room, how she wants me to be more involved in her pregnancy. I tried to be very calm, but I was very perturbed by seeing her that way. I asked her to go to the doctors with me tomorrow. She said yes, that she wanted to check on the babies either way. Now, I took some advice and words you gave me about being calm and asked a bit about why she thinks she's pregnant without calling her delusional. So I did. She kept changing subjects or saying that a mother just feels it. You wouldn't know how it is. Then I said that I loved her really much, that I would never think of leaving her, but we need to go to the doctor to confirm her gut feeling. She then got very agitated and was crying, telling me that if I wanted to leave her, I should simply leave, but I shouldn't call her a liar. 
Somehow I managed to calm her down enough for her to go to sleep. After she did, I went on her computer. I do never snoop on her, but I remember a commenter pointing out forums about cryptic pregnancy, so I went in for a look. Oh boy. She was in two Facebook groups. One was a normal mummy Facebook group, and the other was a group about women that believed they were pregnant. In the normal group, she would post updates about her symptoms and pictures of her belly and her story about how she was almost not able to have children, but that to the grace of God that kissed her tummy, the gift of life was given to her, and how she was compensated for all these years of suffering with twins. In the other group, the women were quite literally, and excuse me here, effing insane. They were feeding in to each other's delusions. A woman said that she was almost two years pregnant and how sometimes it just takes longer. My wife would post there complaining about doctors that do not take her seriously and about me. Some women were making her fear that I would leave, saying things like men cannot stick to a woman. Many recounted their stories about how their marriages broke down because their spouses could not handle the pregnancy. I was really effing scared. I researched phantom pregnancies, and I read somewhere that that could also be a sign of schizophrenia. So to say the least, I could not sleep. I was, and am still, very afraid of losing her. She woke up, and I tried to act like nothing was wrong. We were going to the doctor, and it was as if nothing had happened yesterday. She was convinced that we were going to a pregnancy checkup. Things got really bad when we began talking to the doctor. He was really tactful when talking to my wife. He tried to explain to her that it was medically impossible that she was pregnant. We tried to show her tests, the ultrasound we did the day before, but nothing. She got more agitated and began to cry and scream at me for making her look like a crazy person. She began bouncing back and forth and holding her head with both hands. We could not calm her. She went in on a full-on panic attack. She could not breathe. The doctor laid her down and tried giving her some medicine for her to relax, but it didn't help as she didn't have the necessary tools to treat a panic attack that was that bad. She had to go to the hospital where they took care of her, did an EKG to exclude that she was suffering a heart attack. At that point, I really had no other option than to inquire about involuntary commits. So I could not do it myself. I needed my doctor's statement that she was a danger to herself and others, and he had to initiate the process of an involuntary examination of 72 hours. After that, we will have to submit a written statement to the court to determine whether or not she can stay there against her will. So far, I have submitted all of her posts in both Facebook groups, as well as the test we did with timestamps when possible. My wife is two days into the three days examination, and I have no contact with her. When I last saw her, she was furious with me. She said I was taking away her freedom, which I am. I feel horrible, dirty, and useless. She is so mad at me. I feel like I'm abandoning her, and I don't know how she will ever forgive me for this. I love her with all of my heart. I'm afraid of what will happen if the courts decide that I can't commit her, how our life will be affected, and I feel like I failed to protect her. At this point, I'm just rambling. Sorry for the long post. I guess I just need to vent because I have no one else to really turn to that just wants to listen. I feel judged by everyone and pitied. I just hate it, and I'm sorry for the spelling mistakes. Edit, 
I will not leave my wife, you unempathetic dickheads. When I gave my vows, I meant through illness and bad times. I am not only on the ride for the good times. If you truly love someone, you will do whatever it takes to see them healthy again. Would you leave your spouse if they went through a severe physical illness? I'm here to stay. I will not divorce her. She is not a freaking psycho. She is sick. I hope no one of your loved ones ever has to go through this because their support net will consist of cowardly dickheads. Sorry for the rant, but if you want to say something like divorce that nut, then don't even bother. I understand people that make the choice to leave when the situation begins to mess with their mental health, and I respect that, but I won't do that. Edit 2, my wife didn't have a heart attack. She was examined because panic attacks register with similar symptoms as heart attacks. I don't exactly know what our doctor gave her, as I was so distraught, but it was not a sedative. I think it was something along the lines of Valium or Baldrian. Over-the-counter stuff, mostly. She has family, but she is estranged from most of them. Her sister is now at our place to help. And now in the comments, I used to work in the involuntary commitment system. Everyone is upset with their loved ones when they get committed. Everyone. And it's a normal thing for family members and partners to feel a ton of guilt. But your wife needs help. You took the steps to get her that help, even though it was scary. You will not regret this. I had to involuntarily commit my husband. He has PTSD, and I got a phone call at work 40 minutes away in a different county that he loved me and that I shouldn't feel bad. I had to call 911 bawling my eyes out, knowing that he was having a bad week, and then call the emergency line for the county he was in. They connect you to the nearest one. When the police broke the door down, he was in the bathroom. He hid the razor before he came out. He was so mad at me. He hated me. He wanted a divorce. He never wanted to see me again. And to be honest, I was pretty angry too. Not because of his mental illness, but because I felt so helpless. I wanted to say after a week of the adjusted meds, he called apologizing. He told me how thankful he was that I had called. He was thankful that I didn't budge on him being committed. He was thankful that he had someone who knew him well enough to know that he wasn't manipulating me. He had been pushing me away, which is a sign of being suicidal, and we had been fighting a lot because of it. You did the right thing, OP. You definitely have done the right thing for her well-being, no matter how angry she is now. She'll see it one day. I'm a schizophrenic, and I just want to say that once the doctors narrow down possibilities and diagnose her with something, she can then get treatment. I was involuntarily committed, twice actually, and those times I was so out of my mind that I don't even remember it once I was medicated. But according to my relatives, I was a woman possessed, so angry and threatening them only to be weeping seconds later and begging them not to let them take me. I've apologized to them many times since about what I put them through, but it's hardly something that I wish to happen, and they understand that. I'm sure once she is treated and somewhat stable, she will understand why you did what you did. She might not forgive you at first and she may pull away from you and others because it feels absolutely humiliating at first that you were so out of it you had to be sectioned. It may take some time but you absolutely did the best thing for her and yourself. And now onto the final update. Hi guys, it's me again. We have a lot of time on our hands, so I thought why not update the community that helped me, even if it was just to let them know that I could vent. 
I don't even know how much time has passed, but I am very happy to say that things are working out. I have my wife's permission to share this with you all, and she's even telling me to greet you. After being in the 72 hour stay, it was determined that she had to stay there. My wife was pissed for the first few weeks. It was a devastating time, but time in therapy heals all wounds. Slowly, I was allowed to come visit, and every day I went, I saw a bit more of the person I loved. There were setbacks along the way, and I had to watch a lot of what I said and did. For example, the first few weeks she wouldn't tolerate touch or something like that. Our trust had to be regained slowly from both parties. We put so much work in, and even now that she's back home and has been for a while, she sometimes has bad days where it's difficult for my wife to get out of bed or where I am suspicious of her getting back into that state. But at the end of the day, I am happy. We go to counseling together and we're on individual therapy as well, especially because due to stress, I developed a form of anxiety. But every day, it is a bit better. I have discovered new sites of my wife, like the new hobby that she has of making resin jewelry and decorations. Even our quarantine time has been quite peaceful. We still have remote therapy and everything. Things are not normal yet, and adoption is not back on the table as of now. We have given ourselves at least a year of therapy before we think about parenting and raising a child. One thing is for certain though, I am still in love with my wife and I still love her so much. Our relationship might not be better than ever, but it sure as hell is stronger than ever. Also, she has done a lot of self-reflection, and of course she has thanked me for how I handled things. She is lovely, and we are happy. And now in the comments, good on you for helping your wife get the help that she needs. That was a terrible experience, but you really stepped up. Even if things aren't perfect, you have both come a long way. I am so happy for you. Good to hear that things are looking up and you won't be considering adoption in the near future. Matter of fact, might be a good time to use some of those therapy sessions to start preparing yourselves for the likely possibility that you won't ever be able to adopt. Agencies have to say that an applicant's mental history isn't an automatic deal killer, but in reality, it often is. They simply cannot risk adopting out children to people suffering from such extreme mental illness that involuntary stays were required. It is all but a guarantee that they would never allow children to be placed under your wife's care. Thank God he took her to the doctor. He didn't tell us what the final diagnosis was and that's fine, but I can only imagine how frightened he was for her. It sucks that so many of the original commenters were telling him that she was crazy and that he should leave. He made it very clear that he meant his marriage vows, and people should have respected that. You know, Reddit is filled with young people who have never been in a long-term relationship in their lives, and it is painfully obvious. So many people are ready to drop others like a rock because they are no longer convenient. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, exactly. Someone acts strangely on a first date? That's not your problem, and you don't need to see them again. Your long-term partner starts acting strangely? You are there to support them through anything and everything. Well, mostly yes, but there are limits violent spouses, repeatedly relapsing addicts, and any cases where one person just isn't able to help, but will be dragged down to hell with their partner. Bad luck and honest effort will get my support. Neglect and abuse will not. I love this guy. I am entirely in his corner rooting for him, his wife, and their future. As someone who has been through horrific mental health crises, it is so good to see how upset he gets when people suggest divorce. He is so in love that he sees her as a whole, not just for the short hiccups in life. I hope that as a part of her therapy, she stays off of social media. Those Facebook groups can be so toxic when it comes to actually helping. Yes, some of the worst advice I have ever seen has come from those groups, always touted as the truth. Our next post is titled, Am I the asshole for getting upset and telling my dad his girlfriend didn't buy me a Starbucks drink? I, 17 female, have been living with my dad, 45 male, his girlfriend of two years, 33 female, and her daughter, 13 female, for a couple of months now, while my mum, 40 female, is visiting my sick grandfather in Sweden. I have only ever stayed at my dad's on weekends, so it's been hard to get used to living with his girlfriend and her kid full time. The kid is super whiny and pretty spoiled because the girlfriend dotes on her, so I usually just stay in my room. Today, girlfriend was taking her daughter on a special outing because she passed a math test, and my dad suggested I go with them for a girl's day out. I wanted to say no, but I knew that he wanted me to get to know his girlfriend and girlfriend's daughter better, so I agreed. He gave girlfriend $300 to spend during the outing. We spent the day going in and out of stores that girlfriend's daughter liked in the mall complex. Girlfriend ended up buying her a crap ton of clothes, makeup, and other stuff that I don't remember. On our way back home, girlfriend stopped at the Starbucks because daughter wanted a drink and some cake pops. She ordered a drink for her and her daughter, and two cake pops. I asked her if I could get something, and she said that she ran out of money, and she'd get me something next time. When they got their order, I asked if I could have some of the cake pops, and girlfriend said that it was her daughter's treat for hard work, and it would be wrong for me to take one since I didn't do anything that deserved being rewarded. I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty upset. When we got back home, my dad saw their drinks and asked where mine was. I told him that I wasn't allowed to get one because I don't deserve it. His girlfriend got upset and said that I was twisting her words and the daughter just said that I was just being greedy and was jealous of her. I know that I'm not entitled to a drink or a cake pop, but I also don't think that it's wrong to be a little annoyed. Am I the asshole? 
God, I just hate it when people are so conniving like this. Because those are definitely reasons that a lot of people, I imagine, get in their day-to-day -day lives when they're on the receiving end of favoritism like this. Oh yeah, sorry, we're out of money. I can only get it for me and my daughter. We'll have to get you one next time. Oh, you didn't do anything that deserved being rewarded. You don't deserve anything, I'm sorry. Those words are just such a punch in the gut, especially for someone at 17 years old. This girlfriend is a complete piece of trash and absolutely not the asshole on your end. And now in the comments, oh sweetie, not the asshole. And I want you to know that you absolutely were entitled to a drink and a cake pop or another treat of your choosing. Your dad gave her $300 that was meant to be spent on all three of you for the day out. Sure, her daughter may have earned something special for her hard work at school, but from the sound of it, he intended for all of you to get treated a bit. And it's disgusting that she would go to a coffee shop and get things for herself and her daughter, and not for you. As someone older than your dad even, I can tell you that his girlfriend's behavior was super not okay, and not the way she should be treating her partner's kid. None of my friends would ever treat their stepkids or partner's kids that way in a million years. I am so sorry that happened to you, and I'm really glad that you told your dad. She deserves to get yelled at. And OP replies, Thank you. You have really made me feel better. You were nowhere in the wrong for being annoyed about the way that they treated you, and the two of them should be ashamed of themselves for manipulating the situation, and by extension your father, once they got called out for their nasty behavior. The $300 was for all three of you. The least they could have done was give you a $3 cake pop. The fact that they didn't even want to do that should be a clear indication to your father that they cannot be trusted around you. OP deserved every single cake pop that store had for enduring the girlfriend's blatant cruelty while still maintaining her composure. OP, you have more class, maturity, and patience than many adults. I know you may doubt if telling your dad was the right thing, but let me assure you that you handled it perfectly. If you made a scene in the store, or yelled at her on the car on the way home, the girlfriend would have used that to manipulate the narrative with your dad. She would have gone on the offense the instant she saw him, saying how problematic you were by throwing a temper tantrum the whole time. When you would naturally react to deny her lies, she would point at you and say, see what I mean? She just keeps arguing and being disrespectful. You should have seen how embarrassing she was at the mall. When you remained composed until your dad asked where your drink was, you took away some of your girlfriend's power. You also stood up for yourself, which I am so incredibly proud of you for. That woman was depending on your silence, thinking that she'd crushed your spirit. She didn't succeed because of your inner strength and resolve. I want you to be proud of yourself for that. I know that you aren't really a child anymore, but there is still a lot of things that you learn over time with experience. Eventually, you are going to look back at this moment and realize how much more heartless the girlfriend is than you had thought. She is likely seeing you as competition for your father's time, money, and love. To be so callous towards you shows a serious gap in compassion and empathy, but it goes beyond that. She willfully chose to hurt you, trying to make you feel like an interloper. Please believe me when I say absolutely none of her behavior was your fault. You did nothing wrong to deserve such treatment. Her actions are because of her own problems. I know that I'm just an internet stranger, but I truly am proud of you. And now on to the update. So I just finished talking to my dad. 
I explained everything that happened at the mall, and he apologized and said that he'll be returning everything that was bought and will be taking a day off work tomorrow so we could do something together. He also put up girlfriend and daughter in a hotel so that I can have space from them and said they'll be staying there until my mom gets back. Once I'm ready to see them, he said they will apologize to me, and once my mom comes back, he is going to have a talk with girlfriend. And now in the comments, wow, your dad is awesome. Actually paying attention to his daughter's needs and not dismissing the BS the girlfriend is trying to pull. Now he just needs to cut her loose for her treatment of you, and he'd be near perfect, since we all have room for improvement. This is an amazing update. I love that your dad is returning all the things bought. It may help daughter be a little less entitled. I'm still tending towards thinking that possibly your dad had an inkling that something like this was going on, and that's why he asked about the Starbucks. Many dads would be just like, oh, she's already finished her drink. So great work on your dad. That's a good point. $300 is quite an odd number, and it's pretty clear that he intended $100 per person so everyone will be covered. He knew girlfriend was going to pull something like this. It probably wasn't the first time. OP said her dad always watched out for her, so he has definitely noticed something like this going on for some time now. It's sad that it's a pleasant surprise on Reddit to see a parent actually siding with their kid, but I'm glad for OP. If it makes you feel better, happy people don't tend to post on Am I the Asshole, so there's probably way more good parents than it seems. Dear Reddit, Today I had a nice outing with my parents. There were no arguments, just a pleasant time out. Unfortunately, it's just not very noteworthy. In the wise words of Florence Welch, The older I get, I find that happiness is an extremely uneventful subject. The fact that dad pushed for them to have a girl's day kind of tells me that it was supposed to be fun for everyone. But girlfriend just decided, nah, let's be a total cow. F my partner's kids. Only we deserved good things. Never understood people that picked partners with kids and then decide to treat said kid like crap intentionally. Maybe don't date a single dad then? And no, of course someone's kid is not their whole personality, yada yada, but they kind of come in a package deal. Some people are so petty that they think this is the perfect partner for me, except for this obsession with insert anything they really care about here, and spend the entire relationship trying to separate them from it. Hobbies, family members, tastes, whatever. In their mind, they are helping the partner to achieve their best selves. That consists in following their standards. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 